Welcome to Tenet Men. I am your host, Steve, and I am joined by Kevin, and together we are doing a complete and methodical review of the Christopher Nolan 2020 epic high-concept time travel film Tenet. We are doing a minute-by-minute analysis of the film by conducting our own temporal pincer movement. I am on the red team moving forward through the film. Kevin is on the blue team traveling in reverse. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm perfectly adequate. Uh... That's great to hear. <laughs> better than most weeks these days. <laughs> How close are we getting to Oppenheimer coming out? I feel like we're going to finish this podcast right when Oppenheimer comes out, actually, because yeah, we're so close. Planned. Yeah. Yeah. What's the date? Yeah, I know it's... <laughs> it's like July. July something, right? Yeah, and, and then we'll be reviewing that one minute at a time until... <laughs> uh, it's going to be but tough. We, we have to... But we keep having to go to the theater every week. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, it's going to become a really, a really expensive endeavor. IMAX, uh, $17 ticket. Uh, and then you go, okay, one, two minutes in. Okay, I'll be back next week, guys. <laughs> we'll just expense it to the uh, the Tenant Men production company. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already run up that credit card. Thanks for... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. Well, what's uh, before we jump into it? This is episode sixty-one, by the way. Okay. We actually might be done even sooner. I think dude, we've only got like what twelve episodes left. Uh, yeah, I forget. It's, uh, so July, we figured it out. Yeah, July. Yeah, depending upon how many weeks we skip, we might not. July twenty-first yeah. is the release date for Oppenheimer. All right, it's gonna be close. Oh, mm-hmm. and and then I have to start my podcast on the barbie movie sorry i was getting a phone call um (laughs) can you hear me yeah no i can't hear you oh man you missed my joke about the barbie movie can you hear me yeah i can hear you i can hear you okay i all right i'm back on i switched uh, i got these new fancy headphones that are bluetooth shit hold on i gotta pause all right, sorry for the awkward cut there. Some technical <laughs> uh, technical issues. Uh, we're going to do a minute-by-minute analysis of Oppenheimer, which also comes out on the same day as another movie, by the way. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be starting my own podcast about minute-by-minute review of the Barbie movie. <laughs> there it is. I'm just going to do minute-by-minute reviews of every movie until I die. <laughs> what if, what if, oh, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> You do, we'll we'll keep the the we'll keep this train going. You do minute by minute of Barbie. I do minute by minute of Oppenheimer. You know, and we see how they match up. I have to do it. I still am like relegated to doing it in reverse, though. So I can't. it's going to be wild. Yeah, it's going to be wild. There is somebody I reached out to who does podcasts, minute by minute podcasts about many movies uh, i think they started with um groundhog's day and i forget what other movies they did but it's they have a whole series where they've done several movies minute by minute have they they haven't done tenet 
I don't think no, no. I because I reached out to him about like because he started like it was like a group and then we kind of lost contact at some point. But he was interested in ours. He was confused yeah. by the reverse thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think we're the um, first one to do a temporal pincer. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to be. We, we have, have to be. be first. Nobody yeah. would think of this stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you told anyone the concept, they'd be like, "That's a waste of time," and we'd say, "Hold, hold our beer." <laughs> yeah, the, the first time I was introduced to this format was like, "There's a Star Wars podcast." I think I listened to one episode mm-hmm. where they did Star Wars minute by minute, and I think they've gone through probably the entire franchise by now. What a commitment! What yeah, a commitment! Well, yeah, <laughs> we got to figure something out when this is over. I don't know what we're gonna do. No, we're probably at least gonna do a review of Oppenheimer. On, yeah. this, on this on this feed for anybody who's stuck through <laughs> for us yeah and then uh, we'll do some special maybe the next batman movie or we could do the the penguin show <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, a review and recap of the penguin <laughs> yeah i have to start with the last episode <laughs> <laughs> you're not uh, you're not gonna let this go <laughs> it's, it's our shtick <laughs> Um, all right. That's fair. Speaking of other media, have you watched anything uh, interesting? Oh, I, I haven't. I've been uh, a dearth of uh, new kind. I went over my new shows last year and I, I've kind of been out of movies. Uh, oh, I have seen um, a while ago. I saw this, but Creed, Creed, the thir- third Creed. Okay. Creed, Creed, the third Creed, Rocky, the eighth Rocky. <laughs> rocky rocky oh how many rocky is he still rocky nine i think it would be rocky nine although rocky is he not still... in creed three i was just gonna say is sylvester stallone still in it or no this is the first of the series he's not in it at all wow okay but that, this one's good i mean it 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 oddly reminded me weirdly of rocky three okay which was not the worst of the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what is the worst of the franchise? A Rocky Five. Rocky. Five. Oh, I don't think I. What's I've never. I don't think I've ever seen Rocky Five. What's Rocky Five? Rocky Five is the one where he comes out of retirement. He, he always comes out of retirement. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, it was called like Balboa, right? No, no, that's Rocky Balboa. Rocky, oh, Rocky Five is he's. No, he's in retirement the whole time, and he's trying to champion a new boxer. It's it's uh, uh, Tommy Gunn. It's a real boxer. Oh yeah, I never saw this Morrison. one. It's yeah. Well, there's probably a reason it's not good. But uh, he it, in the end, there's no actual boxing ring. He just beats up the he just beats up uh, uh, Tommy Morrison in a street fight. Okay, yeah. So I never saw. I saw one, two, three, four. I never saw. I never saw five. I did see Rocky Balboa in two thousand six. Not not bad. Not the best, but it was, it was fine. It was yeah. it was entertaining. I mean, yeah. Where if, do you put Rocky four ended... on the list? Okay, hold on. After this, I'm going <laughs> to gotta... officially put this on letterbox, and I'm going to stick to whatever <laughs> this is. Okay. All right. Number one. Number one with a bullet. Is Rocky Four. Number two is Rocky One. Number three is Rocky Two. <laughs> Number four is somehow Rocky Four again. 
<laughs> yes. But just the beginning with the robot and stuff. <laughs> Number five is Rocky three. All right, now, that I'm lo- list... now I'm losing track. <laughs> no, no, that's Wait. fine. We don't. I, don't do the new ones. I haven't really even seen the new ones. Yeah. I just wanted to hear where you put Rocky four on your list. I would, mm. I would probably say Rocky one and then Rocky four, but I respect it's, Rocky four yeah. and then Rocky one. It's so close. <laughs> like Rocky four is all the is all the cheesy parts of the Rocky franchise, but like the best cheesy parts of all the Rocky <laughs> yeah. franchise. Like that oh, yeah. montage in the snow is probably <laughs> the best montage. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably do... Okay, wait. Rocky 4, Rocky 1. Rocky 2, Creed. Creed 1, the first Creed. Rocky I've heard that's good. I I haven't seen it. I've heard it's good, though. Rocky 3, Creed 3, Creed 2, Balboa, and I think I think I'm now at Rocky Five. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's my list. Oh, so Rocky, so Rocky Balboa is actually still towards the bottom of that list. It's still towards the bottom. I mean, it's still, it's it's barely yeah. a fight at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it's about the story, man. It's about it does, it's about it, it getting does, old. It's about it getting to, old. Yeah. You know what? Ten to, more years, you'll appreciate that movie a lot more. <laughs> I do love that speech when he's talking to his kid in the street, and it's like, it's not about how hard you hit; it's about how hard you get hit and moving <laughs> forward. I can almost do that entire not, that entire speech. All right, it's moving up. It's moving up the list. I can feel yeah. it. <laughs> All right, let's let's do what we came here to do. Oh yeah, tenant. Episode 61, I am at minute marker 60 minutes, 21 seconds to 6121. Uh, last week, I was covering Kat breaking into the protagonist's guest room, state room on the yacht. She's really upset with him because she saved Sater's life during the little sailing incident. Uh, and then she confronts him about, you know, Sater still having the painting, blah, blah, blah. Um and last week we left off with her saying, what do you think he'll do to me now? And the pro reached into his bag and pulled out a gun. And then uh, he hands her the gun. And he says, try not to use it. And she's holding it like kind of a little awkwardly, but also pointing it at him. <laughs> <laughs> not with her finger on the trigger, but still in his direction. If you know anything about gun safety, you don't hold a gun like that. Yeah, yeah. This show this movie's not that great on gun safety. Protagonist <laughs> this walk down range. Yeah. <laughs> um he says try not to use it. Then there's a long pause and like she's examining it and like again kind of pointing it at him and he says on anyone. <laughs> Alluding to the fact that yeah, you're like pointing that at me. Come on, chill. Um and then that brings us to 60 minutes and 33 seconds. Um, and we, we, we break scene. Now we're, the camera is directly behind the protagonist's head. We're walking down a hallway. We enter in uh, what is like Seder's library, his yacht library, if you will. Um, it's okay. Mine's a little bit nicer, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there's That's like a, a medic- library. There's no way Seder's like sitting there reading Voltaire and... Uh... <laughs> maybe he is he's got all the time in the world right oh, yeah. <laughs> um so we get there Sater's sitting behind his desk and there's like a medical professional checking his blood pressure 
And then uh, Seder pushes the guy away. He says, enough. <laughs> and then uh, the medical professional grabs his uh, blood pressure monitor and his bag and starts to uh, to head out of the room. And then he says, see, pulse of a man half my age. It's kind of the first time we see Seder's obsession with his uh, his health here. Hmm. Oh, yeah, because his fitness tracker is his right. fail safe, his Ma- dead man's Is it? Is it? I don't know. It, we've discussed. It, we don't know. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't. We don't really know. Um, Seder puts down a glass uh, in front of the desk, alluding to the you know protagonist to take a seat, and he starts pouring some vodka. He says, "Drink with me." It seems I now owe you my life. The protagonist sits down, says, "It's nothing." Seder says, "My life is not nothing." Oh, what a line uh, that you can really <laughs> yeah. appreciate when you analyze this movie minute by minute over the course of a year. His, and he, he now values his life as the <laughs> the only thing in life that has any meaning. Right. Well, well, he's turned himself into a god, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. my life is not nothing, right? That's he's full of a lot of meaning. With him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he says, and I don't like to be in debt. And the protagonist <laughs> says, then pay me. <laughs> no ret- no retribution against your wife. This is a really audacious thing to ask for, by the way. Given mm. like the protagonist's mission, like he kind of, like up to this point, he hasn't exactly shown Cat a lot of care. He flat out said like he needed to get close to Seder, and he lied about the painting, and he's just using her to get close to her. But now there's like some emotional connection where it's like, oh well, you know, don't don't hurt her, please. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a, maybe a little odd, but I guess trying to build some character and build some build some development between the protagonist and Cat. Yeah, like he's trying to he he knows he's in some dangerous stuff, but he's trying to minimize collateral damage. Right. If you're like a real like kind of secret agent like this, you probably don't say that. Now, right? I don't think James Bond would care. Like, right? <laughs> um. No, I don't think James Bond would care. Be <laughs> like, another, he's like, he, he would just think that oh, there's always another woman. I'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe Craig. Maybe Daniel Craig. But like <laughs> Roger <Yeah>. Moore? No. <laughs> yeah. Sean Connery? No. Definitely not. Definitely not. No. <laughs> no chance. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> um, we're almost at the end of my minute. This goes pretty okay. fast because there's lots of pauses. The dialogue is really slow. Yeah. Um, he says, no retribution against your wife. Seder says, this is interesting. You think she released my harness? And then he's like, hmm, it was my own mistake. Kind of interesting. Interesting. He's covering for that a little bit. I don't know. It's like, I feel like this is like some kind of Russian mind game. <laughs> like, I don't what really happens- know what he's getting. If he did die in that scenario and his dead man switch was the fitness tracker. Well, the algorithm doesn't is not put together, so nothing nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yeah, he should have let him die, but he wouldn't have all the pieces. <laughs> right, Priya wants all the pieces in one place, and then Seder like this, and that's yeah. why this plan is terrible. It's it really really bad. is. Yeah, like the protagonist plus, can get his and yeah. And plus, <laughs> it's not like well, they want <coughs> wow. They they know where one of the pieces is because like the Ukrainian authorities have the 241. They don't know where the other eight pieces are, but that's actually not bad because like as long as you have one, the world is safe, right? 
That's true. But Priya wants all of them, so she's willing to gamble the one to get all of them, which is interesting stakes, but you don't know them unless you've completed a temporal pincer of the movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, this plan is not good. It's not a good plan. No, she's gambling <laughs> the entire she's... world to get the entire right. device. Right. To save the world in which yeah. she's gambling. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the plan. Too risky. Yeah, it just falls apart the more you think about it. <laughs> Try not to think about it. I, I'm trying. Um, <laughs> I keep having to watch uh, the movie every week. <laughs> the protagonist says, then help me steal the 241. I need resources. It's weapons-grade plutonium. That means special handling, containment facilities. That's kind of the end I, of my minute. It's actually like mid-sentence uh, here. We don't get the, I know what it means. Ah, yes. You lecture me about radiation. Grand, I was <laughs> born Andre. in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like the the antagonist monologue that we love so much. So next uh, week, yeah. or actually in two weeks, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. Hmm. Anyway, that's the end of my minute. So okay, I got to jump into my minute. I was, I was following you're up. Okay, I have the almost the exact same minute. <laughs> as oh, last as week last week? Because, yeah, because it flips. Your your minutes have blended together the last like five weeks. <laughs> I don't I, I don't I, know what's going on. I'm in the middle of that temporal pincer. Um, oh, where am I at? Okay, here we go. I'm at one hour, 23 minutes, and 21 uh, seconds here. Um, we're already, the protagonist has already been set down in front of the window. He is talking to Andre uh, uh, Sador, who has just sat uh, cat down. He's just looked at the bullet hole, and he is confused at why Sador is speaking backwards to him. And he is hearing backwards talk, but then it's being the replay to him uh, so that he can understand it. Um, so via recording, Andre has just said, uh, or Mr. Sater, Mr. Sater, what am I doing? Sater has just Mr. said, wow. <laughs> it's so proper. Comrade Sater has just said, tell me now, is it really in the BMW? The protagonist says, I don't know. Via recording. Tell me or I'll shoot her again. And then Cat uh, screams. So you can't tell what she's saying without subtitles on. She's screaming, tell him. Um, mm -hmm. And then protagonist says, leave her alone. Via uh, recording, uh, Sater says, I don't have time to negotiate. And then the protagonist looks at the bullet hole again, and he sees it's gathering smoke. He's seen this bullet, bullet holes like this before. There's blood on it. He sees what's about to happen. Protagonist screams, listen to me, I can help you. And then the recording uh, starts uh, playing what's Andre saying, and it is a countdown starting from three. Protagonist says, don't. Cat screams. In the script, she says, help me. But in the I, in, in the movie, you can't tell what she's screaming. Um, Sater says, two. Cat screams, please. And then the, the uh, glass re- absorbs itself and becomes whole having the bullet having been ripped from the glass through um cat into the gun that Seder uh uh it has or i'm sorry that hasn't happened yet 
Uh, but he's pushed her up against the glass and that is starting. The glass is starting to build and the bullet is starting to build. Um, Sater says one cat screams, please. Again, Pertania screams. No, uh, we're getting through this pretty quickly. Actually, <laughs> Maybe I should slow down, but you get what's going on here. Yeah. He's about, he's about to shoot her. Um, uh, now we've, we've talked about this before. I'm sorry to interrupt, okay. but like, yeah, because I'm getting close to the <laughs> last few minutes. Like the diet, the diet, like it, if you think about trying to have a conversation with an inverted person, it's, it's almost impossible. So Seder being the inverted one, like essentially shoots her immediately and then starts the negotiating. Yeah. <laughs> but from yeah, the, and we see, yeah. we saw that in my previous minute that that's the first thing yes. he does when he walks out of the, um, right. Because he, he, he knows already, he knows already done because he sees her sitting there bleeding, and in well, my no. next minute, no, I don't, no, 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 I don't think so. He, he. Oh no! Wait, what's going on? I'm no, because she's not, she's not inverted, right? She's a normie, mm-hmm. and you know he is inverted. So he, but he knows, like I have to shoot her immediately. So his plan the whole time is always to shoot her. Yeah. And then it's to extract the information from the protagonist. Like I, but like I think Seder understands the reverse chronology here more than more than the protagonist at this point. But I'm talking about the uninverted Andre that walks in to the protagonist. I, I don't think we see an uninverted Andre here. No, we don't. Wait. Because he's inverted, he's inverted no, we this are entire about scene. To see, we are about to see the uninverted Andre. He's going to be on both sides of the glass. Oh, that's right. He is on both sides of the glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. <laughs> oh, crap. It actually gets more confusing then. Yeah, I know. I'm about to walk into that, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, go ahead. Just... Okay, yeah. Okay, so let's get... Uh, so, Cat screams, please. Protagonist screams, No. Uh, bang the smoke okay reading from the script now the smoke coalesces as the bullet rips through cat's side and inevitably journey into Sater's gun as cat screams Sater says via recording next bullet is to the head now in this moment the protagonist playing the same game we're always playing with how inverted stuff works like no because she'd already her head would already like yep. there'd be another bullet hole or something, right? Right? Yeah. Um, uh, and then he starts counting again. Sater says one. Pertanga screams, please. Two. No. Three. And then Pertanga screams, okay, okay, okay. The BMW. I left it in the BMW. Via the recording, Sater says, we're going to check to see if this is real. Pertanga says, it's in the glove box. The door opens behind the protagonist or in the movie and that's what it says in the script but in the movie everybody kind of uh turns the head uh and satyr uninverted satyr it yeah. says os satyr i don't know what that means oh i guess it means off screen oh yeah satyr enters off screen basically in the movie um we don't see like satyr walking so now satyr's on both sides of the glass uh and this is the satyr that has not gone through the temporal pincer yet Oh. Inverted Seder brought Cat here and Neil here and the protagonist here. This Seder is the Seder that's about to go in and invert and then go through 
the entire temporal pincer. So he's walking in mid, mid temporal pincer. It's, it's just like Neil inverting so, himself in the middle of the mission. So there's a satyr on both sides of the glass. Yeah. At the, during the, I don't even remember that. That's insane yeah. to me. So, and that's why the protagonist is so confused. He's like, wait, well, I'm just talking, I'm talking to you. Oh, you're here. You're here. You're there. You know? <laughs> so Seda walks in and uninverted Seda says, where did you leave it? Uh, this is, I already told you, right? Yeah. And the protagonist spins around uh, Seda behind him. And then Seda pistol whips him, uh, smacks him. Uh, and he says, car or truck, which one? Uh and he screams again, which vehicle did you leave it in? I need to know before I go out there. Okay, wow. so he already has, he's been briefed by the blue team. Um, you know, what's going to happen? Okay, there's a fire truck, there's a Saab, there's a BMW, there's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're inverted, yeah. there's a gunfight, you know, crazy stuff's happening. <laughs> we don't know where the thing is. <laughs> and that's what he needs to know, and that's what he's going in in the middle of this mission to get through. That's when the protagonist says, I already told you. And that's when Seder looks through the window at his inverse self that is backing towards the uh, turnstile. Right. So meaning that, okay, this has to happen now. We're both here. Um, uh, because actually, that's an interesting moment if you think about it, because like to uninverted Seder, there's no, there's no rush. Why we have to run into the turnstile now? But right. Seder knows hey, somebody's going to come up behind you with a gun in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because it's it's him ten seconds ago, right? And so there's an uneasy look between the two Seders. Yeah. Because they need they need to jump in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seder says, um, "Oh, which Seder is this? I believe you." Seder puts his gun to the protagonist's forehead. Seder indicates, Cat, you wanted her here. I hope you'll be happy together. And now this cat is the shot cat. Shot. So he knows yeah. Cat's shot. Yeah. That's why he knows he has to do that as soon as he walks around. As soon as he goes around, yeah. that's the first thing he's going to do. Yeah. Uh, um, so right after he says that, I hope you two are happy together, knowing he's leaving them in the forward progression of time, and he's going to go back and take her through this whole mission yeah yeah to him only but to cat it already happened yeah which is hard to comprehend um but i finally understood that i i still need to figure out how cat originally got taken by an inverted seder by inverted seder like where did he yeah there's a there's a grandfather paradox here there's something weird with how Cat does it's not how she winds up at the turnstile. I know that. It's how she gets in the car with inverted Seder. Well, he because he inverts right now and takes and you know, takes, unshoots her and unshoots takes her with him. But where right? does she wind up in the timeline? Like if we were Seder progressing through the movie, at some point he just has to release her into <laughs> into the world, uh, right? Yeah. To go Live that's a really good point life. like to to her perspective an inverted backward satyr would be kidnapping her and i don't think we see that but to satyr's eyes he's just going to take her 
back to the gunfight, give her back to give her oh, back wait. to the protagonist. She's going to wind up back in the car. The whole thing with the brakes and the murdered car going too fast. And then he's going to get back in that car with her. He's going to have to do the one, two, three. I'm going to shoot her, but I'm not really going to shoot her because I already shot her. And then that car goes backwards somewhere. And then he's just going to like drop cat off on the sidewalk and say, smell you later. I mean, that's yeah, where I get lost. It doesn't make sense. That's a paradox because he doesn't he would have to bring her back to some point she was at. She, but she's always, she's always in like normal time, always in normal time. Yeah. So like, unless he can't. He had, yeah. Unless he had like Volkov grab her and throw her in a room specifically so that he can come and drop her off there. Yeah. That's the only way it makes sense. I don't know. Maybe it'll be solved in your mind. I'm curious. I might have to go rewatch that scene where he like spits on her and stuff. Like what happens right after that scene? Where is she just before events of all this? She's just there. Yeah. Okay. Maybe- he's going to invert and then he's going to take her with him. Yeah. He's going to unshoot her. Yeah. But from her perspective, she just gets shot. Yeah, from her perspective, she goes yeah. from point A into the car, right. catches up with the protagonist, saves her, and gets pulled uh, and gets taken into this interrogation and shot. You're right. Right. Okay. But uh, but like Seder's wearing, but like, oh, my husband's wearing a max, mask and he's seemingly talking, talking in a different language, talking in a different language. I don't really know. It's not Ukrainian, yeah. but sometimes it's Ukrainian, but sometimes it's also backwards. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's English backwards. Yeah, it definitely doesn't add up also i'm not sure like why this car is inverted but also i can roll the window down with my foot (laughs) (laughs) or invert the child locks with my foot my long foot (laughs) yeah yeah um which is all right i I haven't even gotten to that holy crap no no you haven't you still have a whole car chase ahead of you i was behind you you. getting to that (laughs) no no we're gonna i think we end like, I don't even know who's going to cover the whole spit on cat scene, but like we end right around there. We, end, I feel we like, do end around there. I feel like you cover it. I feel like my minute ends with cat entering that, that scene. And that's the end. Like that's where we end the show. Hmm. I might, I was thinking about doing a full rewatch instead of just snippets. But. I think we should do a couple of extra special episodes on these scenes where we both watch in like normal chronological order and then like discuss and debate. Oh, yeah. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Watching something in chronological order sounds great. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to the Tenement Podcast. If you've enjoyed this program, please take a moment to follow, rate, and review on whatever service you found us on. And rest assured, we will continue our temporal pincer movement of this film next week. And until then, we'll meet you at the beginning. I'll see you at the beginning, friends.